Thanks so much for tuning in to the Black Girl Known Podcast. This is Lauren. Hey, y'all. This is Akia Najiba. The Black Girl Known Podcast promotes holistic wellness and inner beauty for women of color. We encourage self-care, self-love, and self-empowerment for communities of color. Thanks for tuning in today. What's good, Zakia? A lot of things. It's been an interesting week. I've been trying to recover by making up stuff. I've been procrastinating just a little bit. I know some of y'all know a lot about that. (laughs) Um, And I'm also, like, obsessed with this Instagram feature. Me too. Like, I've been using it since I woke up this morning. And that sounds a little bit obsessive, but... It's just so perfect. I like it. I it like works. It. it works for my life because I don't have to like compartmentalize everything. Mm-hmm. So I see it. I saw your little your little selfie in the back of the Uber car this morning. Girl, he was saying something. I wasn't even paying attention <laughs> to what he was saying. And like afterwards, I felt really bad about it because I was like, okay, was that rude? Like he was completely having a conversation with me, and I had like the selfie cam on, and I'm like, ah, you nah, looked nah, cute. Nah. The world appreciated it. <laughs> I appreciated it, if nobody else. So I apologized. I was like, I'm sorry, sir. I heard everything you said. (laughs) Yeah, my week is going pretty well. I have some applications to complete before the end of the week. I'm going on a little camping trip this weekend. I heard some details about that. Yes. Yes. So, And I'm not really a camper. So I told the folk organizing it that... Is it like glamping or is it an actual camp? It's definitely more glamping. It's going to be a... Because I don't know if I could do the the actual... (laughs) stay in the woods in a tent like I don't know if I could do that I know to be honest I told them I was like please put me in a cabin not in a tent and um I'm gonna be sharing a little bit more about the camping trip probably on the next on the next episode but I will say that there's a celebrity who's attending tomorrow and I'll probably get a photo with her and share it on Instagram I know who it is (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited very Afrofuturistic carefree black girl vibes I'm into it. I'm very excited. Speaking of carefree black girls, I have been living for this video of Malia Obama. And some people have had like some really controversial things to say about it. At Pitchfork, right? Or not at Lollapalooza. Right. Right. But I don't know. I just really appreciate it, especially as an 18 year old girl. Like, I just feel like when 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 are these children ever going to have a chance to like fully express themselves, especially with the type of lifestyle they have. Right. So I don't know, like a part of me, it was invasive on part of like the person who was like shooting it. Right. And like literally zooming in. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like I just, just seeing her like just be in that way. I don't know. I just really. Yeah. That was me at 18. Yeah. That was me at 18. That was me at 18. Only. Oh, some of us. I wasn't (laughs) able to afford going to Lollapalooza, but you know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that we should introduce our very, very special guest that we have in the studio with us today. Yes. Our best friends, y'all, Chelsea Frazier. Hello, everybody. (laughs) And we got my girl, Theo. Hi. How's it going? Good. (laughs) So we are so excited about this episode today because we... Both Saki and I are excited to have our best friends in the studio to talk about the mm-hmm. power of sisterhood. Mm-hmm. Aw. Yes. <laughs> For sure. For sure. So why don't you two just share a little bit about yourselves, whatever you want to share with our listeners who are in so many ways just like you. Sure, I'll go. Um, hi, I'm Theo, Theodora. Um, I'm Kia's really good friend, best friend. I... 
a first-generation American. My parents are Nigerian. They've lived in Chicago about six years. I'm actually moving from Chicago in two weeks to Philadelphia for school. That's another story. Congrats. Um, yeah, yes. thank you. <laughs> I attended UIC, University of Illinois at Chicago, majored in history. Um, I have a passion for social justice and women's rights issues. That's actually one of the things I'm going to go study in grad school starting this you. fall. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, Chicago has been really crucial for my development, not just as a woman, but as also as a black proud woman, proud young woman, especially in this age. Um, you know, everyone in this room knows it's, um, I wouldn't say difficult, but every day is sort of a survival for a black woman. Um, everything around us contributes to our, uh, our erasure. Um, but yeah, I feel like with women around me, like with Kia, with our also good friends, it's easier to navigate those day-to-day difficulties and struggles because, like I said, sisterhood is a really great thing. And I'm so excited for us to t- talk about that today. So Thank yeah. So excited. Yeah, likewise. Oh um, I'll just <laughs> jump in, too. I'm also a grad student. Um, and, yeah, what am I? Who am I? I am a Minnesota native, but me and Lauren actually did not know each other when we both lived in Minnesota. And we were, like, running around being <laughs> teenagers in the snow, I guess. Um, <laughs> Literally the snow. <laughs> yes, the three black girls. No, um... <laughs> there's more black girls in Minneapolis but anyway um then (laughs) but we all leave that is that is a fact um and then no then I went to college at Barnard College in New York City and then spent some time in Texas uh, actually working for the Texas State Senate and then went to Purdue University where I met Miss Lauren Ash um, actually, before I even started attending um, on my visit, I met Lauren and she was like so enthusiastic <laughs> and her afro and glasses were just as if not cuter than mine. So <laughs> I was like, we need to be friends. And she was like, I agree. And we are now. <laughs> um, and then both of our lives and travels um, led us to Chicago. So now I'm here in Chicago um, working on my Ph.D. Yeah. Smarty pants. Mm, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is crazy, though, and wonderful that we have found ourselves Mm -hmm. in the same place again at a different chapter of our lives. And I think Zakia and Theo, you two might find that to be the case in the future, too. So don't get too sad. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, best believe, like, I'm going out to Philly Mm -hmm. to visit Theo. I have a room ready for you. (laughs) It's beautiful. You have to keep your community strong. That is, like, Mm -hmm. the biggest thing, too, I think. Like, going through all those cities and not only developing new relationships, but keeping my relationships that have sustained me really, really strong. Yeah. Um, And even when we weren't living in the same place briefly, I think it was like a year or so, it was still like, okay, we need to be talking all the time. We need to know what's going on. Like, I don't even remember not being around you in that year, which sounds crazy. Because it was a whole I know. Year. I feel like it must have happened, though. Like, <laughs> the, re- the receipts would suggest. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Zakia and Theo, like, why don't you share a little bit more about your friendship, sisterhood? Yeah. So we uh, met, like, unexpectedly. It was actually 
at a birthday party for mm-hmm. a mutual friend of ours. And I didn't right. even know who Thea was. But I kid you not, I walked into the restaurant and like, she just looks so fabulous. Like anybody who knows Theo knows that she has like really dope style and like just she's just really gorgeous. So I'm like, who is this like girl? I'm surprised I don't know her. And then we both found out we went to UIC. And I was like, how do you go to UIC? And I don't know you like this doesn't make any exactly. sense. And so from that night on to like up until now, like we've kept in contact. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I've always appreciated Theo and I's relationship because I feel like Theo has always been able to be very honest with me and it's always in a way that doesn't disvalidate what I'm going through Mm -hmm. um and I feel like that understanding has like gotten me through a lot of like crazy things that have happened Mm -hmm. in my life over the past couple years and um We've only been friends for like three years, but I feel like I've known her for yeah, like forever, oh which God, is crazy. Feels so much longer. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Just three years. Yeah, my friendship with Kia. Oh my God, it's it's so multifaceted. You know, you sometimes you have some friends that oh you only see when you go to certain parties or like oh these are like my shopping friends, my school friends, mm-hmm. my like family, like whatever. But with Kia, it's just everything. Like with her. You know, we're able to talk about anything and everything under the sun and literally we learn and grow from <laughs> each other. We have different viewpoints, but it's never like critical. There's never any conflict. Um, we just come together seamlessly and it happened the night we met. We just instantly clicked. And it was like, oh, my God, where have you been all my life? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. yeah, I love your shoes. You love mine. Let's go party. Tonight. <laughs> right. And then we had a whole conversation about, like, like, I think it was, like, systemic racism yeah. and, like, womanhood. Like, we got into, like, this really serious conversation. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I love this woman. Yes. Like, I need to keep her in my life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yeah, is, with- like... Mm-hmm. With uh, Chelsea and I, like she said, we met when she was visiting Purdue. So I was in a master's in American studies program and she was a prospective student. And they were like, they flew her out there because, you know, she went to Barnard. So, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like I said, smarty, smarty pants. pants. <laughs> so they flew her Black out excellence. there. <laughs> and it's funny because um, I was like one of the students. And they were like, all right, like greet these potential students, you know, as they come in. And just like she said, you know, we kind of like mutually like fond over each other because we're both like cute black girls with style and glasses <laughs> from Minnesota. All these like in really Indiana. Oh, yeah. In, in Indiana. Indiana. Ew. In let's Indiana. Not no offense talk. to anyone who's from Indiana. Ooh, it's more Sorry. just the culture. There's some gold in Indiana, but it's it's you got to find it. It's hard to find, Dig. find it. Dig for it. Exactly. So yeah. exactly. That was why additionally we held on tight to each other because. I was in some way a representation of, okay, well, she can do it here, then I can do it right. here. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, please, please stay, stay here with me. Yeah. So, <laughs> I could see the desperation. I was like, yeah. I'm coming, it's okay. Exactly. <laughs> so then when she came that next fall, like, we literally lived two blocks away from each other. Yeah. And we basically were roommates. Like, yes. she was either at my place or I was at her place. And we just, like, you say this all the time, like... <laughs> Like lots of oatmeal in the morning. Oh my god! <laughs> like lots of like gospel random music. Yes, yeah. gospel, and we were living a very different life. <laughs> yeah, we were because it was in Indiana, and like yeah. we didn't have like the 
wow factor that Chicago has, the arts, culture, all that scene. We really just had each other. Yeah. That's still beautiful, though, because that's where the foundation gets created. Yeah, I mean, I don't think think that we would have been, I don't think the roots of our friendship would be as strong if it hadn't been for, like, that experience where it was just us. And it was not only just us, I think that um, we both came from situations where, um, like, you know, with a lot of your work in Minneapolis around sort of like artists and activists, like people knew you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Much like you have a presence in Chicago, you had a presence there. Like I definitely had my community in New York and Texas, but then we were kind of stripped of all that. And it right. was like, mm-hmm. who are you broke in your early 20s? <laughs> <laughs> who are you? What kind of person are you going to be? Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and and like I'll never forget we had we were both moving our stuff and we were just collecting furniture from places we were just, we had no money at all. <laughs> um, and at the end of like this long, hard day of moving a bunch of things, which really like didn't fill up any rooms in either of our apartments, we like sat on my couch, which was the only piece of furniture, and like drank wine off this box that we had. <laughs> like literally, no, we literally. have a photo. There yeah. was a cardboard box, a couch, mm-hmm. a bottle of wine for $4 from the corner yeah, store. I don't even think it was wine. I think it was wine product. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop. It was no. It was like, so it was like grape juice. It was like 0.5% alcohol. (laughs) It was like a Mike's Hard Lemonaders. It wasn't even wine, really. But yeah, and I just remember we were so happy, though. We were so happy to have been able to like do all that and get this wine. And we were like, cheers. And we had to take a little, like, we must have been happy. We took a picture of it. We we have this photo. I might tweet the photo later. It's, yeah. Um, (laughs) But we just were in Indiana going through, but also just like having fun and laughing and not worrying about like that much, really. There was just. We were just like, hi, I'm going to class and living. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, my God. I wish I had a class with you, Kia, at UIC. Yeah, we never had classes we never together. We always met up on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Never, And, ever. of course, still talked about education and right black issues. So it's, right. it's kind of like we're in a class all by ourselves, though. Wouldn't you say so? Because, That's true. I mean, because one of the things I think is, like, frustrating being at an institution, especially a college or university, mm-hmm. you would think that like UIC, because it's like right in the middle of the city, would be diverse, especially in, you know, its black retention rate and like mm-hmm. black students. But it honestly wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think when at the time that I developed a friendship with Theo and my other friends like Ruth and KT and Jillian, mm-hmm. That, I think, was a really prime moment for me because it was kind of like I finally found, like, my niche or, like, my safe space of people that I could, like, communicate these things with. And a lot of us experienced, like, the same frustrations, like, whether it was in the classroom or whether it was, like, treatment from, like, professors or things that were going on. So when we all met up together, it's almost like we've like created like this forum yeah <laughs> like when we all get together we just literally we're like okay let's check in how's everybody yeah, doing it's mm-hmm. like, an like and then we talk about things. like nonsense like girl you see that episode 11 hip-hop yeah. <laughs> and then it gets real where yes. we're like okay this bullshit just happened that i saw mm-hmm. in the news like we need to talk about this yeah mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i think like as theo was mentioning that multifaceted like foundation that we have right. has been really key to our friendship yeah Yeah. um and then we got a lot closer last summer because i had recently had just left uic Mm -hmm. it was my last year Mm -hmm. and i was like in this space of like i really didn't have like a 
a job. I was kind of just like a wanderer. I was like really nomadic. <laughs> I was doing the whole photography thing, still am. But it was like a moment where I was kind of like, okay, where do I go next and what mm-hmm. am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And Theo was like a huge support system for me in that moment. And she's always like reassured me like, yes, you don't have a place to stay. You can sleep on my couch. Like I know you're in the city all the time. So I think having that connection and having that support system has been like really close like has been like really critical right and it's allowed us to become mm-hmm. a lot closer because we spent more time together mm-hmm. yeah Absolutely. and so mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so I've it's always just, been thankful for that I'm like yes and it's so funny beautiful. like I didn't realize I was craving that community she's talking about until I actually had it yeah mm-hmm. like I can just you know express myself completely you know 100% like just my soul spirit like I just feel no judgment from her mm-hmm. and our other friends because even though we have different backgrounds and experiences, they just kind of understand and get where I'm coming from, yes. which I didn't have prior to, you know, being at UIC, especially in high school. Oh, my God. Yeah. Which is so repressive for me and, you know, my individuality. Right. But that has kind of blossomed around Kia and our other friends. And I really give credit to her and our friendship where you know I'm able to just be myself and not be afraid to portray who I am yeah. you know unapologetically so yeah, yeah I mm-hmm. feel like that's the basis of our sisterhood like there's no judgment there's just acceptance and welcoming and love and yeah. it's just constant so yeah it's beautiful it's so necessary I think to like just be able to know that you're going to be received in a certain way Mm -hmm. and not have to go through that process where you're like, am I crazy? Was that weird? (laughs) You know, is this in my, you know, and just being able to like process that. Something you said made me think about me and Lauren too, though, because, um, we were so different when we first met. Like we, (laughs) like it was like almost the exact opposite of what y'all are describing in your (laughs) friendship. Meaning like we definitely did bond over like, I was like, okay, our aesthetics are the same and like our like general core commitments to like, being a good person you know Mm -hmm. but our our life perspectives were just really really different and and um I think some of the some of what I think has helped our friendship deepen so quickly I I guess it's some year we're deep in it now but like you know (laughs) um, (laughs) you can't get rid of me now but um what was how we dealt with conflict really early on in our Mm -hmm. friendship um and like I would just joke at parties and stuff I'm like oh yeah we had to come to some moments where it was like okay I love this girl like that's clear why are we like getting into it about this or that like Mm -hmm. silly things something silly and something's more serious Mm -hmm. um and then it dawned on both of us like oh we're just really really similar Mm -hmm. like we're both type a we're both (laughs) um confrontational and when I say confrontational I don't mean like looking to start things but if there's something that needs to be dealt with we'll both be like we need to deal with this and we're direct and blunt (laughs) In our communication. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the fact that we're both the type of women that usually get what we want. <laughs> <laughs> so if the two, both those women are standing next to each other and they want different things, it's like, okay, how's this going to play out? Exactly. Um, so it was, but it was one of those moments where it's like, you know, there are so many relationships, especially with people that you love, where it's not going to be smooth sailing. Right. And like our friendship was mm-hmm. one of the most, um, I think, healthy ways for me to learn that lesson because I've you learned that lesson but absolutely but it's like can be devastating as opposed to you know this is how you responsibly are like this happened and this is how it made me feel and what do you think about it and like 
you know, and really just being able to do that with someone who not only can understand my perspective because they share so much of it, um, but who really, really cares about how to kind of manage that in a way where everyone's going to come out, you know, bigger and stronger after and not like, you know, upset or insecure or things right. like that. Mm-hmm. So that's been one of like the joys of our friendship really. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. For me. Yeah. And I think that aspect of like honest and open like feedback and communication with one another also helps like helps you also like trust one another in a way mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. helps you also be able to interpret other situations that each other is going through. Mm-hmm. Cause then it's like, okay, well if you can be honest with me about me, then you can also be honest with me about your perspective of this other situation that I'm going right. through. Yes. Which like you've given me time and time again, like even like one of the most pivotal moments for me that a lot of people listening also are aware of in some ways, like when I decided to leave my nine to five about two years ago now, a year and a half ago now. And um, that was really pivotal because it was at a place that for me was not like affirming me. It was like really repressing my creativity, but also just like overall, like who I was. Mm -hmm. And like, remember Mm -hmm. I was like taking mental health days and you were just like, girl, (laughs) (laughs) you need to leave this job. Yeah. (laughs) But like, I just remember like, like one day in particular where like you just like spoke to me and it was just I think it's just like when you have someone speak to you so honestly about something that's so real, it also takes you having a certain level of trust before yeah. that to really fully like listen right. mm-hmm. and hear and then mm-hmm. also take that into consideration for action that you're going to take. I totally agree. And I think that's something that goes back and forth because I think um like yeah, you have to you have to know the person. You have to know the situation that they're in. You have to know how they respond to those kinds of situations, you know? And that requires an extreme amount of reliance on another person. Um, but I, when I think about our friendship and also the friendships that I think have emanated from our relationship, you know, um, like if Lauren introduces me to somebody, I'll be like, all right this person's cool you know (laughs) they don't want my money and like they're I don't know I'm a Virgo I'm like who is this new person yes you are I forgot about that don't forget I'm always remembered that you're both Virgos (laughs) I'm always like ah new people and she's like Chelsea please leave your couch (laughs) enter the world everyone's not you know what I'm saying but she knows this about me and then it helps me sort of like in those kinds of like me like okay here's here's my honest perspective on you know this situation and she was like here's my honest perspective on you leaving the couch and sharing your talents yes. with people and, I'm and like, we do oh. have two very different perspectives still but we yeah. both mutually respect one another's perspectives and there's so much to gain from like y- me understanding where you're coming from and you understanding where I'm coming from plus you're yeah. an introvert and I'm an extrovert so that's a whole other thing <laughs> that's always like a wow. thing in our relationship yeah I'm like a little bit of both yeah mm-hmm. a little bit I'm the vert I heard that term. That's Omnivert. a real thing. Omnivert? Yeah. I don't know. This girl, we were drunk, but <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm an omnivert, introvert and extrovert. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll look that We'll look into that later. later. Yeah. But similarly, Omnivert. like, I think like me and Theo have a lot of different perspectives, especially when it comes to like politics yeah. and sometimes like personal relationships. Mm-hmm. But yeah. she always still I guess understands or has like compassion for what I have to say or for how I feel yeah even if she doesn't completely Mm -hmm. agree with it Mm -hmm. 
And I've had situations with friends that I have gotten into conflicts with. And unfortunately, we're no longer friends anymore. And so I think it's a really, um, I don't know. I just feel like when you find that person that you can have that relationship with, I feel like it's really solid because conflicts don't really interfere with your friendship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or it becomes another like moment for growth and understanding. Exactly. Exactly. doesn't necessarily test your friendship it just makes it grow it just takes it to the other level mm-hmm. try to appreciate yeah 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 and let you know like what kind of friendship this is gonna exactly. be exactly you know mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i think there's all kinds of relationships with like varying levels of depth but right. um you know like when me and lauren were getting fights about silly things it's like all right we can give invites you know <laughs> and you know or we can have like different we can have a different relationship with the same person that we see a lot and like that's okay too or you know it's going to look different in different spaces and I feel right. like every time mm-hmm. you like your friendship enters a different kind of like dynamic in that way then you can be like okay great like this is this is where this is and then it gets to the point after so many years where it's just like this is just like a limitless bond <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> um and you know you're just like at my house for three days well I always try to I get her to a lot. I, well I, it's my <laughs> fault because like we live so we all have always lived so far away in Chicago from each other um, not always, but most of the time. Mm-hmm. So whenever she travels all the way up to like the very north side of Rogers Park, I just like hold her hostage there. So, yeah. <laughs> it's true. I do. I'm like, there's food. I got some more wine. Yeah. <laughs> she has this porch that looks right at the sun. I'm there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, don't you want to watch TV while we sunbathe? <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> yes. Well, maybe we can um, play our games with our guest today, Zakia. Which one? Yes. Girl, you know what you see. Do you want to talk about it? Yes. (laughs) So we Uh have this game that we like like to play. Nervous. (laughs) (laughs) So anybody who knows me personally knows that I absolutely love to twerk. Okay, it's like my favorite. Like I, I it's my favorite thing to do. As it should be. But you have to be around me enough to actually get that experience because I don't know if some people are ready for it. Fair. Or worthy of it. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. So we're going to ask you guys, what are y'all's favorite twerk songs at the moment? Oh, my God. And who would you twerk with? If you could twerk with anybody, like, who would it be? I think I'll probably twerk with Malia, considering. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Malia. Um, Gosh. You might have to teach her how to twerk, though. Did you see that video? No shade. No shade. No shade. Don't come for me. Don't come (laughs) for me, anybody listening, okay? I love Leah. But you can understand. I can understand why. I think they only call it her twerking because she's a brown girl. Exactly. Because she was not twerking. That was tame. It was not. It was very tame. Yeah, she was just. So maybe you'd like to teach her how to twerk. I would love to teach her. There we go. Have y'all seen Serena Williams' video? Yes. I heard about it. I haven't seen my it video. Yet. Be part two of that. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, favorite twerk song right now? Maybe OT Genesis. Um, maybe. It's getting real. Oh, it has Just to be something recent. by him. I don't know. Okay. He is like speaking to my inner twerk goddess right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever she is, come on, come on. <laughs> come on, come on. Wherever Where we are. are. Word. <laughs> What about you, Chelsea? Um, was it? It was just one. Mm-hmm. I okay. 
I'm like an early aughts girl though because I feel like when I was legitimately bent over at parties it was like in the early <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I don't know what's happening right now <laughs> so I just I always have to go with back that thing up yeah yeah yes yeah because, yes, because sure. there's no other mm-hmm. song that there like go. that like gets that much like everyone's like girl when I that beat drops out the bathroom oh it's just like it's re- when the beat drops yeah when you hear it you just like stand at attention you have to prepare you have to get ready um and who would you twerk with um you know my girlfriend is like a, she can dance really well, so I'm gonna be really corny. I heard about her. this, and I'm sad that I miss. But to be dancing. very clear, I can't keep up with her at all. <laughs> She's also like five six, and I'm six two, <laughs> <laughs> so we're kind of unevenly matched. I'll be trying to keep up. She's like, "Come on!" I'm like, "Oh God!" <laughs> But I know I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm trying to get there. Um, no pun intended. Or, you know, whatever. But um. I knew this was going to be fun to play with you, too. Yes. We love this. For those of you listening who are like, why are they talking about twerking? You just have to listen to, is it episode three? Was it of our podcast? Three? It's three or four of our podcasts where we contextualize why we love twerking. Three. Three? Cool. So, yeah. Listen in. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so maybe like share like we should share like some fun moments of our friendship. It's been a little more serious, which I love. I think yes. obviously sisterhood is real and deep and important, mm-hmm. but like let's just share like oh God, I have so many something that you there's like, a lot. I have to filter so some many. of them. Though. I know. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait. Rated okay. PG or PG thirteen. <laughs> I mean, to be um, fair, the first three years of our friendship were very rated G. <laughs> <laughs> God. They were um, <laughs> oatmeal and gospel. I don't know about now, but oatmeal and gospel. That's all we did. Girl. We in did. Indiana too. Yeah. In Indy, it was like, and we like we were trying to find a church for a little while. Yeah, we were. Um, wow. What else happened? We were. One of my most fun memories was when we were at another of our like mutual friends' house, Fuchsia, who's basically like the third of the trifecta. I know. Hi, Fuchsia. 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 Um, I know. She's it's she's just as lovely as she. So, um, we were at her, we were at her um house doing something like cooking a meal together or something, and it started raining, and all of a sudden we needed bikes and needed to get home immediately. So I just have this oh memory God. of us. Do you no. remember this? Yeah. Yes. I have this memory of us. Time, it was. It was also the first time I had ridden a bike in like probably ten years. Um, and Lauren was like, "We need to just jump on these bikes and go home." And I was like, "It's <laughs> raining." Yes. And then we start biking. It Lauren's like, storming. "This bike doesn't have any brakes." And I was like, "No!" <laughs> no. Um, no. And she was like, "It's okay. I'll just like skid to a stop." And I was like, "I'm not." Ma-. It just was a lot. It was very dramatic. It was maybe like a seven minute bike ride, but like I don't know how we. No, but like I sped it. I I sped ahead of you, and you got mad at me. I did because she was just gone, and I was nervous. Her bike didn't have any brakes. <laughs> what the hell? That's oh, terrifying you guys like literally you don't understand like the the um the electricity also went out in the neighborhood like oh, yes. it was pitch black dark so like this is not a about. funny story this is scary just, it's funny to me <laughs> <laughs> i think it's lauren is like still traumatized i know <laughs> i'm like remember when we biked you're like no here are the other details <laughs> of this experience you're yeah anyway it's scary i'm trying to think um, what about that boat ride that happened on your birthday? <laughs> so Theo had a birthday. Um, I want to say it was two summers ago. Yeah. Or was it last summer? No, it was last summer. Last summer. It was last summer. Oh, my God. Yeah. My hair was so much shorter then. Um, <laughs> it was. But the so we had this crazy 
boat ride mm-hmm. and the On entire Chicago boat River. ride yeah. was just us listening to like juvenile and drinking and twerking and it was like the and most flashing <laughs> what? What? whose boat was this just kidding pg pg jk but no it was it was like it was just the funniest moment and like i remember the guy who was driving the boat he was like this older white man and he had to be like I think in his 60s, 60s or 70s, 60s, probably. He, was, he, was he was older. And I think he was traumatized. Because, oh. like, if you can imagine, like, there's, like, about seven or eight black women on a boat being completely carefree. carefree. And there's, mm-hmm. like, this elderly man, like, driving the boat. But it was, like, what like, is this? <laughs> he was like, what is going on? He was gifted with a cultural experience he that he was. didn't even know that he needed. Listen. So if that, like, that's probably one of the best memories that I had. I think so, too. Because a lot happened that day. I can think of another one when me, you, and Tylesha, like, went up to Boys Town and River North, like, a year ago. Oh, my Um, God. Just randomly. It was raining. And then we're just like, yeah, let's just go out. And, like, I had my afro out. And went to this club on Hubbard. Oh my God, no! Yeah, let her share this. And experience. then it was awful. So right, you know, awful. you know, being us in the North, the one of the few black girls in the establishment, you know, right, dancing to black music, I mean, and um, right, dancing to black music, and there's no black people. In yeah, the room. It was so insane. that's another that conversation. Is. Um, so I'm dancing, and I have my afro out, and all of a sudden, I just hear. Kia, which by the way, if anyone knows Kia, she is the most even-tempered person ever. Like I can count how many times I've ever even seen her angry. Period. Are we talking about the rapper or Zakia? Yeah. <laughs> Kia Zakia. All right, <laughs> and I have to agree with you, Theo. Like yeah, I actually don't think I've ever I've seen never you seen mad. her. Yeah, it takes a lot. Like you have it to like really do something to me that mm-hmm. like disrespects me outlandishly to right. me, yeah. like pissed off. Mm-hmm. And that's only happened maybe like three times yeah, in my entire I life. I can't even, yeah. So, and all of a sudden I hear kids say, get off my friend's hair and stop touching my friend's hair. And I turn around and she's like, so pissed on my behalf because I guess this white guy was like touching my fro while I was dancing. I didn't even realize because, you know, my hair is really big and I, yeah. Anyway, so I was like, what's going on? And like, she was like, really pissed on my behalf. Like, and I was like, wow, she really has my back. Like, it was just like, <laughs> like, like I never doubted it, of course. But, you know, seeing it happen and just seeing how she got really mad on my behalf was just great. And I was just like, yes, yeah. Okay. High I'm five. giving you a high yes, five right Kia, now. High five. And I'm giving you a high five right now. <laughs> and you know you what? And I had know. to walk Theo out because, like, that can be a really, like, disrespectful moment, right? Yeah. Like, yes. traumatizing. Yeah. No, Especially yeah. when you're being, like, objectified by, like, yeah. people. And she didn't even know she ignorant. was. Exactly. Right. So she was like, I, I'm like, no, girl, let's just get out. Yeah, like, let's go. just clear the space because we don't want anything to go down. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it will. <laughs> and that's how I am. I'm like, so I call myself this a lot with love. I can call myself this. I'm a little chihuahua sometimes. Chihuahua? Like, the chihuahua, like, looks all innocent and, like, some might even say cute. Mm-hmm. But then, like, once, like, the chihuahua even, like, senses a hint of, like, disrespect or, like, crossing into their owner's territory, you're like, and it happened like, with another friend. Territory. Like, I'm very yeah. protective. Yes. Yeah. 
over issue. especially women yeah mm-hmm. we like we if you exactly. say something to my friend if you disrespect my friend if yes. you like street harassment any of that shit like, yeah mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to say something oh yeah yeah it gets real because so we're really protective of each other do you remember other. when i, I did that, that. <laughs> i do i'm just sitting here like she about to bring up this <laughs> so i'm not gonna <laughs> no it's funny <laughs> so basically like Two summers ago, me, Chelsea, and our friend Aaron were at this place um, up north, and it was during the day. We like had Why are some these like tragic stories up north. I know. I know. Maybe there's a lesson to be learned right. here. We'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but um, we you go up was, north and have a gaggle of black women with you. It could get real. Yeah. <laughs> it's a summer day. We just like had some like chips and salsa and like margaritas and um, several on the, margaritas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and on the way out. There's this server who said under her breath, but of course I heard it. She yeah. said, bye, Felicia. <gasps> yeah. The and she said it. No. So I was the last what? person. She said no. it to me, but like, I didn't hear it. To Chelsea. Right. And, she, and she said it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear so, it. I heard about this all okay. afterwards. I walked outside. I'm like, y'all, did you hear what she said? And they're like, no, what's up? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, pause. I'm like, no. Like she said, bye, Felicia. <gasps> no, no, and no. She didn't tell us that she, she didn't tell us why she was pissed. She did not tell us that the whole bye, Felicia thing happened. She just was like, girl, don't worry. And just like walked walk back in. in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I walked back in to regulate. I'm really trying to picture this. So now, so now, I'm, now we're following after like, girl, what happened? <laughs> But I forgot my sunglasses, so I had to go back to get the sunglasses first, and then I made sure to try and find someone to, to talk to. Those were good so sunglasses. So I looked for the server. I couldn't find her. So I walked up to another server, and I said, um, I said, you need to let your friend know that her name is not Felicia. Her name is Chelsea. She goes to, and I said where she goes to school. I don't know if you want me to like put your business out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you put it out there to this girl. She knew my whole life. I said... I said, and one day she is going to, and I just like went in about all the amazing things that she was going to do, and then I spun on my heel and we walked out. Meanwhile, I'm standing here looking like, what? (laughs) What happened? I think the lesson here is that we are ride or die for each other. We are. That's real. You have to be. You have to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's also with all of our, with our interpersonal relationships as well. Yeah. Like. She knows like all the dirt and everything that I've been through with like people and she's always been able to like keep it real and support me. Right. And yeah. yeah, And that's important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So maybe like to to close here, um, there might be some people listening who like hear this and they might like want this, you know, like I remember in my life, it's kind of like what you were saying Theo before where like, you don't even really know what you don't have. So then when you have it, you're like, Oh wow. You know, Mm -hmm. like growing up, I grew up in a predominantly white, um, neighborhood so and school I. setting. Yeah. And so like, did I. I have best friends and like some of them I'm actually still friends with. I wouldn't call them close friends. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't really have like a sisterhood like this until later in life. Mm-hmm. And so maybe we can share like just different ideas we have so that people can put themselves out there more and like try and cultivate these deeper sister right. sisters, you know, because that's yeah. what we are to one another. Mm-hmm. I think it was a part of just trying to find myself, um, you know, just getting used to my interests like yeah I love to read like I'm passionate about social justice and history and blackness and you know just you know society likes to there I don't know there are just stereotypes and certain limitations that are imposed on all of us especially black women you know there's a certain way you're supposed to act and 
you know, just breaking out of that mold and realizing that you are who you are regardless of what people say. Like, that's the number one process. Um, and then, you know, going a step further and exploring yourself and your interests. And in that way, you find people with similar interests and viewpoints and experiences like yours. And you can make a connection and relationship based on that. Um, that's a really powerful thing when you know yourself, accept yourself, and love yourself. It's easier to have like a lasting relationship right. because I see myself being friends with friends with Kia for a really, really long time. Like mm-hmm. what we have, like it's complex, it's beautiful, it's funny, <laughs> it's beautiful. Like it's just happy and. Like I just feel really fulfilled just, you know, just just checking in with her and just talking to her. And I, I feel good about not only our friendship, but mm-hmm. myself as well, because yeah. like I'm in this relationship because I want to be in this relationship mm-hmm. with her right. and not because, oh, like it's imposed on me. Or it just you know? happened. Yeah. Like right. I grow with it and it's pleasurable. Yeah. And yeah, so it's just about, you know, just being who you are. Like I feel like those things will come to you. That's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so true because mm-hmm. some people do I can definitely shift relate. themselves <laughs> yeah. to just like match a certain aesthetic or match right. a certain type of people that they think and they have to hang out with. And then you find superficial people mm-hmm. or exactly. superficial friendships like that. Exactly. And we've all been there at one point or another. Right. So, mm-hmm. And yeah. that's also a very developmental stage, especially when you are in your early 20s and mm-hmm. you're at school and college. Like those are That is like a space where you're really discovering who you are what your values are Mm -hmm. what your politics are Mm -hmm. um because i i take my politics very seriously at the time when i was cultivating all of that rediscovering myself i was finally at a space in college where i was surrounded by more diverse individuals rather than being in like this completely um white space and that had a lot to do with my development and my growth as well going Mm -hmm. to uic and i think living in chicago in general when you're exposed to so many things that are going on in the city it's hard it's so hard to be like unaware of everything and I think that when you find people who have a similar awareness or a similar consciousness that also I think can be inviting for more folks to um, come into your life Mm -hmm. and then also I'm very much like a supporter of just like if you see another black woman on the street, like just saying hello. Yeah. You know, I and because oftentimes as Theo was speaking to like the invisibility but also hyper visibility of black women, mm-hmm. we're oftentimes ignored. And so I think like saying like a simple like, hey girl or hey sister, right. like how you doing? Like I feel like that's very, very important. Yeah. And that you don't know how you're impacting someone's life or someone's view of self just Absolutely. by doing that. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that I think kind of answers the question of where you can meet people or how you can develop um, these relationships. And like, it also takes like just getting out. Like I've Mm -hmm. met friends at like the most random places, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, coffee shops, party noir, for example, Um, yoga classes. Like it just like, it goes all over. And I believe, and I honestly believe in the universe conspiring. Yeah. Like when two, I just believe like when you can find like a foundation for some, with someone, whether it's like a friendship or a lover, there has to be, I really believe in the power of like 
universal like conspiracies mm-hmm. and like yeah. bringing mm-hmm. people Divine and like timing. energies together yeah. exactly why does the universal the meet you please because i'm not because yeah. like what are the odds like uic has how many thousands of people and we it's like twenty five thousand students yeah it took like a small dinner for us to meet mm-hmm. so right. it was just it was fate and yeah yeah i really mm-hmm. believe that completely yeah no i was just gonna say i think i totally agree the universe meets you um and when and it you, meets you where you are exactly that's important so one of the things i was going to say is if you're hanging out with people you don't want to hang out with stop yeah exactly <laughs> completely yes quit it and also pay you attention to, to like how you feel like if you feel drained yeah. by yeah. people yeah. like why the hell if are you, you feel with drained them? if yes. you feel uncomfortable you it's a voluntary feel, relationship yeah you um, to be in it. and there but i mean like but sometimes it's like all right i don't want to do this but like i need to do this because this is my friend you know of mm-hmm. course but I'm but when you're like building with someone like all that stuff comes later after it's like right you know (laughs) you know I'm like all right now we're wet but like (laughs) making friends like I feel like you know if you um to your point Theodora like if you just you know put yourself out there in a way that where you know yourself and then you are able to attract that energy I mean there's no I mean, me and Lauren just shouldn't even been in Indiana for any <laughs> like <laughs> never for any reason at never. any time. But we were um, put there. I mean, it was just completely fate, and we were ready. And I and I had actually made some room in my life for Lauren. You know, like it wasn't mm-hmm. consciously, mm-hmm. but um, but I think that it was just like this relationship over here is not serving me anymore. I need mm-hmm. something else. And then she was like, "Hey." Do you want to be friends? And I was like, yes, you know, Um, and that has happened. And I think that um, once you learn to do that, I was blessed to have a lot of really strong friendships, even when I was in Minnesota, too, um, Mm -hmm. growing up in that very all white space. Um, And being able to maintain those friendships has helped me like build, you you know, you can do it again Mm -hmm. over and over again, um, which is great. So I'm just grateful for that. And and that's something I try to keep in mind, like moving forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm trying, I I echo and agree with everything that's been said. I say then once you do find your sister or your sister, just be really committed to like exploring all of what it could turn into because you never really know, you know. So just be willing to like, you know, tell the truth, give feedback, all these Mm -hmm. things that we've been talking about um, to be that ride or die, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. because like even in a like, friendships go through seasons and also like you're going through seasons like as an individual too and so you never know like how much that person will need you you know like Mm -hmm. Chelsea and I have both been through like some of the craziest things like individually like apart from our friendship Mm -hmm. like relationship breakups um relationship beginnings Mm -hmm. graduating (laughs) with masters going through PhD like moving to a new city, like all those things independent of a friendship are just like wild for a number of reasons. Yeah. So then add a friendship onto it. And it's just like we're in many ways um, supporting one another through that um, right. in various ways. And so yeah. like the more that you can like just be conscious of the fact that like your friendship will mean even more during times of transition and just like commit to being that person as much as you can. Right. Yeah, right. That's just that just means the friendship's going to deepen. And then even during you. those times, like. Um, what I've always appreciated about Theo is like if I'm not like responsive like if I'm like in my head all the time or if I'm like dealing with like a bunch of projects and I haven't really been like socializing with people Mm -hmm. she will like check in on me she'll be like girl how are you like how are you doing Mm -hmm. really like what's Mm -hmm. going on and I feel like 
that's also important to have, especially mm-hmm. like during those breaks, like knowing that if you don't see each other, if they're in a different yeah. state, like they're always mm-hmm. going to like be a support system right. and yeah. check in on you yeah. because that's important. Like we have to like check for check each in. other. Yeah. 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 Like it's so, so critical. crazy. Things are moving so fast. We're all so busy. Like it's good yeah. to just like slow down and like check in. Like how was your day? Like yeah. just simple questions like that just to reinforce your friendships and just like to show someone is there for you. I think yeah. it's really, really important. Absolutely. Completely. Yeah. Don't take people for granted. Which, yeah. mm-hmm. Never. Never. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I, I loved having you I all know, here today. Like so this is fun. really great. Something tells oh me we're gonna have to do a part two, <laughs> and so hopefully a part Leo two with visit. mimosas. Oh yes, Ooh. we have to have oh, mimosas. Yes. I'll be here early. <laughs> <laughs> okay now. Okay. Now. <laughs> if anyone out there has a champagne company and you want to support, get in touch. <laughs> okay. <now. laughs> yes. Sponsor this situation. But okay. seriously, <laughs> no. But really, this was seriously. such a joy to have both of you. Oh, thanks for inviting us. Yes. This is awesome. Yes. So um, hopefully all of you listening are inspired by the conversation. As always, let us know your thoughts to the show. Yes. Um, Please tweet us, message us, send us emails. Yes. And one thing that I I haven't mentioned on the show yet, neither of us have mentioned it, is just simply to like go to our website, blackgirlnum.com and sign up for our emails. That is the best place to just find out about what is going on. And when you sign up for our emails, you actually get are 10 ways to kickstart your wellness journey. It's just a compilation of a bunch of our contributors' articles in one like beautiful little sheet that Zakia designed. So <laughs> mm-hmm. it's something like inspiring that you can print off and like hang up in your office or at home too. So uh, mm-hmm. obviously we're also on Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, all of the social medias. Find yes. us on there. So but. get at us, <laughs> please. Mm-hmm. But thank you so much for listening and don't forget to breathe easy, everyone. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>